Welcome to this week's End of Days Update, coming to you from Tulsa, Oklahoma. We had such a great time this last weekend there in Savannah, Georgia. We're in the Seed Church. Man, the crowds were crazy, fun, and happy, excited about the coming of the Lord. It shocks me how churches are get, getting it, and it's comprehending uh, how close we are to His return. That's the way it should be. We should be excited, expectant, and everything about the coming of the Lord is to bring great joy to everybody. So uh, we had a great time there, and uh, we've been there several times, so I believe God for a new building for them. They need more room, so we'll pray for them. I had a great time, and... Um, Man, we're, we're coming to you every week, we, we talk about it every time, to look at the things that point to the coming of the Lord, and specifically the gathering of nations for the Ezekiel 38 war, because that happens right after the rapture. I know there's a lot of discussion whether that's that way or not. Some people say it's before the rapture. But what happens is, is God intervenes for Israel, and in this dispensation, you don't see that. You see the church having authority. So the moment the church is taken off the earth, uh, it goes back to Old Covenant time, and God basically literally intervenes so that the whole earth and the world can see that he is God. So 82% of Russia is pushed back with Iran and with Turkey and all those nations. So the, 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 the formation of all the different nations together that are making all these plans, they're, they're already, every single one of them are flawlessly prophesied in Ezekiel 2,700 years ago, and it's coming to pass right in front of our eyes. It should be a huge wake-up call to us, not just all the signs of the second coming, but the signs of what's happening right now. So it's uh, remarkable. And the Lord warned us to know, remember He rebuked the crowd only one time. He rebuked the Pharisees over and over and over again, but the one time He rebuked the crowd, He said, you can tell what the weather's going to be, but you don't know your hour of visitation. So He warned us to know. Why? Paul talked about the baptism. 12 times, coming of the Lord 52 times. For every one verse there is about the first coming of the Lord, eight times more about the second coming. Very documented. Why? So we would have a heads up. And that's what Jesus said. When you see these things come to pass, lift up your heads. Your redemption is drawing nigh. Indicating He doesn't want you downtrodden. He wants you happy, hopeful, expectant, excited. Everything about the coming of the Lord is only good news for the church. If you hear end time preaching, it scares you. It's not Bible. Because uh, for us, there is no bad news. Now for the world, it's the most scary time and the most hideous time ever. But for the church, glorious time. So let's pick up what's happened. A lot is happening around Israel, specifically driven from Iran. Hamas in Gaza is being pushed by Iran to f attack Israel over and over again this last week. So Israel's been having to do airstrikes into Gaza, hitting basically empty Hamas locations so they don't hurt anybody, even though Hamas is, Hamas is doing incendiary balloons and explosions. I looked at the video of one of the explosions. It's a huge explosion. So you have fire, forest fires and fires in Israel because of incendiary balloons. That's being pushed by Iran. Same thing is happening in different places by Iran. Iran is pushing the in, in Yemen with the Houthis. So there's an attack there via uh, another player. Reason being is Iran's getting ready to do some crazy stuff. They came verbally against uh, Benjamin Netanyahu saying, you threatened us with nuclear war. Well, Iran has publicly threatened to annihilate Israel over and over and over again. So I'm kind of shocked that they would even come out and say something like that. But several things did happen in the last few days. You had a couple of days ago, you had a massive explosion in Iran, western part of Iran. The city was so shaken that people were running out of their houses thinking there was an earthquake. The bombs that went off were so powerful they registered 2.0 on the Richter scale. What it was was there's a location of the Shehab 3 ballistic missile. It's a location where they're finished off. They, there's a finishing touch they do to them there. And there's one of the three silos that Iran has there. And this is one of the underground silos that they built. 
and it got, I think, blown up. There's not a lot of talk about it, but everybody's not really commenting. But when you have an explosion that big, Israel's going to the heart of it. Now, those ballistic missiles can reach anywhere in Israel. All they need is a nuclear tip, and you've got absolute problems. And you had the International Atomic Energy Agency come out again. We've talked about it the last two weeks. They came out and said, we can't even technically say what's happening with Iran because their centrifuges are going so fast and they're enriching so much uranium and they're doing it on sites that are not declared so they're finding all this enriched uranium in places that Iran says there wasn't even anything so I like that there's a verbal thing coming from the UK, coming from Germany, coming from America and from France that Iran can't do this so it's happening that way and you, you I don't get into it every week but you've got so many weather things happening floods all over the earth and then you have all the astronomical signs uh, I mean you have signs right now just like in 2017 I mean you had basically Revelation 12 1 coming to pass you had it coming to pass this month in September as well I don't even talk about the um, eclipse that's going to happen in October it will cross a spot that the night the 2024 eclipse happens right exactly in Illinois where the largest fault line is in America. A couple different ones other than that that'll where we have a huge cross in Texas that'll cross there as well. So amazing the things that are happening with, with the heavens and with the asteroids. So NASA keeps backpedaling because they keep finding out more uh, asteroids that have come close after the fact. But what's happening is you've got the Earth getting ready, you've got nations getting ready, you've got Russia doing what it's supposed to do. You, you, Iran was uh, caught using all these different places and, and uh, technologies to get technology for more drones to sell to uh, Russia, to help Russia in the war there. So there's a lot of behind-the-scenes things going You had Iran caught uh, 30 different bombs that were going to go off in Iran. In Iran, they said it was Islamic Jihad. There's many more things going on like this. You had a, a, a assassination attempt that was going to happen in Israel this week that got stopped by uh, Israel's defense forces. You've had people murdered up on the northern part of Israel. So there's just a massive crime wave. And then you see all the people freaking out about Benjamin Netanyahu tr trying to show a strong voice for peace in, in Israel. I'm blown away at the people's response to judicial reform. So things are just literally uh, ratcheting up every time. So we get into all of this because you can see the finish line. It causes us to hustle. I've never seen anybody go, oh, you, you guys are all escape theologists. No, it's a hustle theology. When you see all these things, we know that Jesus is coming super soon. So we're about to go to the sides of the north, the city of the great king. We're about to see the king. So let's go to the Word. We go every week to look at all the signs. There's about 70 to 80 signs that are blatant. But number one, you got Israel regathered in our lifetime. Jerusalem won back. Jesus said the generation that sees those two or the group of people that sees those two will not pass away till all is fulfilled. So we're so privileged that we get to see exactly what the Bible said you'd see and we'd be that group. Now he said if you see those two, but we got about 80. After that, you got the Hebrew language restored. you got the Ethiopian Jews brought back. you got the fertility of the land of Israel. you got the revival of the Roman Empire. You had the, the fish show up in the Dead Sea first time. That was prophesied 2,700 years ago. You had the Dead Sea turn blood red where Sodom and Gomorrah was on the Day of Atonement last year. You got foxes show up on the Temple Mount. You've got the uh, red heifers come from America, five spotless red heifers. You have the oil of anointing. You have the Temple Mount Institute ready to have sacrifices. So all these different groups are in position. You have 172 different species of predatory birds start showing up in the land. So you've got the cleanup crew for after the Ezekiel 38 war and for the Battle of Armageddon. So nature's getting in position, Russia in position, uh, fish in position. What's the church doing? Is it really the coming of the Lord? Yes. I, it blows my mind. People go, 
go, uh, can you really be bold about the coming of the Lord? They go, well, that day and that hour, no man knows. Jesus was basically telling them, there's a two-day period called Feast of Trumpets when I'm coming back for it. That's when they looked at each other, they're like, wow, he's just telling us when he's coming back. The very thing that people used to think they can't tell when the Lord's coming back was basically telling them a two-day period when he is going to come because Paul said, you are not in darkness that that day would overtake you as a thief. Now, don't get mad at me. Get mad at Paul <laughs> or the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit told Paul to say that, and that's what Paul said in Thessalonians chapter 5. When the world shall say peace and safety, then sudden destruction comes upon them, the world. They, the world, shall not escape. But you, brethren, are not in darkness that that day would overtake you as a thief. Why? We have revelation. And we have all these signs to show us how close we are. I believe we'll know as we get close to the rapture how close we are. But I think we have a little bit more time, but not much. So you got signs, 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 signs. Men will be lovers themselves, have selfie sticks. You have all the other things that are happening. You have the ritual baths around the Temple Mount filled up with water. Pretty amazing. Then you go from signs to signals. You had blood red moons on Passover and Tabernacles. Four in a row several years ago. NASA calls that a tetrad. When's the last time you had four in a row on Passover and Tabernacles? 1967 when Jerusalem was won back. 1948 when Israel was made a nation. And 1492 at the eve of expulsion when the Jews were kicked out of Spain. Amazing. And Columbus was raised up to sail the ocean blue in 1492. Uh, found America a safe harbor for the Jews. So you have that, which is amazing. Then you have the Bethlehem star. Jupiter, Regulus, and Venus uh, came together at the birth of Jesus. Constellation was Virgo. I like that Regulus, Regal, king planet, did retrograde motion and crowned Jupiter. Well, that happened at the birth of Jesus. This last year, we had the celestial event again. What was the constellation Leo? He's the lion of the tribe of Judah. And there are so many celestial things happening, like with Revelation 12 sign right now, that it's pretty much in your face. We don't get into it because it's so complex to try to do in 10 minutes. But we should be looking for the king. Jesus is just about to come. How cool, how amazing that we get to be at the very end of the church age. You know, we're going to be in the millennium. People are going to walk around and talk to us and go, wait a minute. So you ask Jesus into your heart when you couldn't see him. Uh, we accepted him by faith and when we couldn't see him through the foolishness of preaching. So, wow, aren't we blessed? How blessed could we be that we're about to see the king face to face? The one who died for you, the one that God raised from the dead. Uh, all power, all honor, all glory will go to him. Every knee's going to bow, every tongue's going to confess that he is Lord to the glory of God the Father. So walk in the fullness of what he left you 2,000 years ago. Be a voice and a witness that he's about to come. Lift up your voice and be bold about the coming of the Lord because we're all about to see Jesus face to face. Have a blessed week. We'll come back and look what Russia's doing with the Ukraine. We'll look at what's happening with Iran, specifically different things that are happening with Iran. I don't get into every one of them, but there's amazing those things happening. Same thing with China, same thing with North Korea. Why the king's about to come. Have a blessed week. We'll see you next Wednesday. Thanks for joining us today at the End of Days Update. If you'd like to be notified every time there's a new post, just go to the edu at josephmorris.com and subscribe to receive email alerts. If these posts and updates have been a blessing to you, please consider making a one-time donation to help get the message out or even becoming a monthly partner with Joseph Morris Ministries. Thanks again for tuning in to the EDU, and we'll see you next week.